Hi guys, it's Emmett. So today is the last day of preparing for opening day of the Christmas tree farm, uh, which will happen on Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, and so as part of getting ready today, I wreaths and decorated them and put them on the wreath wall that's outside the hut. And I thought I'd just talk briefly about the things that I learned about marketing and particularly about choices and people's decision-making that I learned over the course of 10 years of making wreaths for sale. The first thing that I learned was that it's really important for things to be displayed in such a way that they stand out. When I originally started tying wreaths, I wanted some sort of lightweight frame and I was copying the guy who started our farm. I was copying his habit of backing his truck or pulling his truck into this spot opposite the grove so that the bed of the truck was facing the road and facing the grove. And and I wanted some sort of frame that I could downrig that would sort of use the truck as part of its support. And so I, you know, you basically use saplings and create a tripod on either side and then had a horizontal sapling going, or maybe it was even a board going from there to the truck and sort of tying to the truck frame. What I found was that the reeds didn't stand out at all against that. And that, it, you know, because you were looking and the wreath was on that, but then essentially the wreath was against the woods in the background that you just couldn't see the wreath. And so the next year I built the wall that I still use today, which is just a sort of slightly leaned back wall um, made out of rough sawn boards. And that has worked beautifully. It's solid. There are no gaps between it, which means it's heavy. And I used to move it, but I'd no longer move it. Um, but it means that when a wreath is against it, it looks as though it was against, you know, you can imagine it being against the weathered wall of a barn or something. And that solid background really helps the wreath stand out. The next thing I figured out was that, uh, I needed to offer people a limited amount of choice. And that this was because in the wreath making that I was seeing around me, people would tie a wreath, you know, just a regular wreath, and then they would go nuts with the decorating. And sometimes that meant baubles or balls or foil things, just, you know, bows, cones, sprays of this and that. And it got to the point where you were just uh, dizzy with the amount of choice that you had. And I realized that both to streamline my own process, but also to help people keep from having decision fatigue, that it would be helpful if I just had a few choices. And so I decided that I was going to have a certain number of variables that were going to be across the board. So I have small, medium, and large. I have red bows in two different colors and those can either be plain bows or bows with clusters of cones in the middle and then I also do a spray of winterberry with the cones uh, hiding the base of the spray and it's always the same way I experimented with some different ways of doing the winterberry but found this was sort of where you get the most punch and visually is the most pleasing if I just sort of put the spray at four o'clock on the thing whereas all the other bows were at six o'clock 
And by holding that consistent, and then I, and then, so that's true for small and medium. And then for large, I just do bows, large bows, no cones in the middle, just a plain bow, either bright red or, uh, sort of, it's called brick red, or it looks sort of maroonish. And I found that by having just those few variables, it was the right amount so that people were saying, well, which do I want? But they weren't so overcome by the choices that they didn't know which they wanted. Um, and I think that that's important, giving people just the right amount of choice, not so little that they aren't interested, that they feel like they can find the thing that's right for them, but not so much that it paralyzes them has been really important. And then the last thing that I will say that I've discovered about marketing these wreaths is that it became clear that the, the wreaths with the winter berries and cones was exactly the thing that my customer base really wanted. I probably sell half of the wreaths I sell are that whether they're small or medium, that seems to be independent. And so when I, I started putting them on my wreath wall, always the same way with the bright red bows on the right, the bows and cones, I'm sorry, the cones and winterberry in the middle and the dark red on the left, because I was noticing this other thing, which is that people were almost always going and grabbing the middle spot. And what I wanted was to take uh, what I knew about people's desire to have the cones and berries anyways, but also what I knew, which was that the cones and berries has a higher profit margin because I'm not uh, not buying any ribbon for those wreaths. And I was uh, essentially using the psychology of, oh, if I put it in the middle, that's the one that people will grab most anyways. So since they seem to like they're naturally drawn to it and I put it in the middle, it makes it even more likely that they will choose that decoration variant over other decoration variants, which means that for each wreath I sell, I actually have a higher profit margin. So that's it. That's the psychology of of things that I have figured out. One, make sure that you're displaying it in a way where people can actually see it. Two, make sure that you aren't offering people so many choices that they're paralyzed by it. And three, see if you can shuffle exactly where and how you display things to nudge people towards buying the one that you really want them to buy the most of. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.